What is the crack guys? Hope you're all well. This is Finding Yourself. I'm your host Cal Duffy and welcome back to the podcast. First off, I hope you all had a good week. Hope you're feeling happy, productive and healthy. My past week has been crazy. I'm only back from my trip to Dublin. I was up for my first session of my new college course, which is run by Today FM. We got to have a talk from Fergal Darcy. I got to learn so much and it was only my first session. I was a bit tired going up and coming down, obviously, because I'm from Mayo and the trip up to Dublin on the train is tiresome, but it was so worth it. Only my first session, I learned so much and having guest lecturers come on really helped me tune in what I really wanted to learn from the course as well. And the head of the course is dead sound as well. Knowing that I'm going to learn so much from people who have worked and are still working in radio and podcasting, just means that hopefully my podcasting skills and my radio skills will only maximize from here. Like I mentioned, I'm just on cloud nine right now. I was so amped up after my last session last night. I got a taxi home to the hotel because we stayed over the night and I was just chewing Leanne's ear off, talking about this and that and telling her what happened in the classroom and just really telling her how much I'm excited and encouraged about the fact that I finally found where I want to be in my career. It's a very new feeling for me and I think I come across as a bit extra when I'm amped up like that, but I just couldn't help it last night. I was so over the moon and so excited about the fact that this course is something that I'm interested in, is something that I can learn from. And I'm so excited that I found where I want to be in my career. And the fact that all these people involved in the same career as I am are people that I want to talk to, are people that I get along with and have the same energy as me. You know, I haven't come across a bad person in radio so far, and all the people in my class seem dead sound. They have the same passion and enthusiasm for radio and podcasting as I do. It's just great to know that I found people out there that have the same enthusiasm and passion for radio and podcasting as I do. It's just a great feeling to have. So that's why I was so amped up last night. Like I said, Leanne could not hear enough about it. She was very excited for me. She's a very good partner, and she was very good to come up with me because it is a long day. But in all fairness, we did stay in a very nice hotel and she was actually shocked at how nice the hotel was. We paid a bit extra to go into a deluxe suite. I think we paid like maybe 90 euro for the night, which is pretty good considering we bumped up rooms. But yeah, the hotel was lovely. It was six minutes away from the college. I got a taxi to and from the college and it was just a great night. And I'm very enthusiastic about the next 10 weeks and finishing off this course. And I'm especially enthusiastic about the fact that many people who have done this course have glowing remarks about it and have gone on to work in big radio stations in the past. You know, prime example, Fergal Darcy was a guest speaker last night. He started on Claire FM. We got to hear his whole story. And I learned so much from listening to him because he has the wherewithal, he has the experience and he knows the grind. He knows the trajectory you need to take and the mistakes you need to make and the mistakes you need to avoid in order to make that climb a bit more easier. And having someone in the classroom like that to kind of lend his expertise and let us know it's okay to ask questions and make mistakes and just enjoy the ride as well was very encouraging. Again, can't talk enough about this course. I'll be giving you updates as I go along. As I mentioned before, it's a 10 week course run by Today FM up in Dublin in the Independent College. I don't know whether I'll be able to make it up in person for every session. 
Although from last night's experience, I can see that being there in person, I'm going to get the full experience and reap the full benefits of learning so much if I'm there in person. Obviously, I can do it over Zoom, but I don't think I learn as much that way because I'm a very visual learner and asking questions in person, I'm able to visualize it and they have props there. We have exercises to do as well. So I may need to go up for the full 10 weeks, but I'm very lucky to have family and friends around me who can ferry me up or come up with me on the train and come down with me again like I said Leanne came up with me this time she loved staying in the hotel thank god and I'm really glad she enjoyed the stay because I would have felt really guilty if I was up there learning so much enjoying my time and then knowing Leanne is in the hotel by herself having a crap time so I'm really glad that we got a nice hotel to stay in we had a nice bit of food when we came back. We chilled out, watched TV. We also had a bite to eat in the hotel before I left for the college session as well. So it was a good trip. I was very enthusiastic about it and I'm glad it went well. As I said, each week is going to be different. We're going to learn from different experts on different aspects of radio and really reap the full benefits of hearing from people who are working in this area of radio and podcasting or have worked in that area in the past. And as students of the course, this will be great for us because I know me personally, I want to work in radio as a presenter. I want to learn to produce shows and stuff like that. But other people in the class might not want to do that. I know I heard someone say in the class last night that they want to go down the writing area and produce shows that way. I heard another person say they want to focus solely on podcasting. So everyone is there for different reasons from different walks of life and that's what makes the course so great because you get a variety of people from a variety of backgrounds all who have the same passion and enthusiasm for learning more about radio and podcasting and getting into that world as a career like i said i'm back in the college next week i'll keep you updated week by week what i'm learning how the course is going but again like i said can't talk about this and can't praise the course enough already even though it's only one session behind me as for the rest of my week it's business as normal i'm in crc doing my radio segment tomorrow i'm also staying in for the full show so i can observe and learn more about presenting radio i'm also in crc on saturday to contribute to the sports show which i do every two weeks i'm really excited about that as well i can talk about how man united are flip-flopping so much this season and about how we're raving and so overjoyed that we bet Brighton 2-0. Even though, in my opinion, we should be winning those games consistently. We shouldn't have to think ahead of a game like that, oh, will we get to three points? It should be a given. But that's just the way Man United have gone. But I'm going to save the Man United talk for another episode, and I'm going to save it for Saturday for CRC, because today's episode is going to be solely focused around gaming and TV. I have a guest returning onto the podcast today, which I'm very excited about. My best friend and brother-in-law, Chris, will be on the episode with me today. We're going to be talking about anime, as well as Always Sunny in Philadelphia, a show we both love. We're going to be diving deep, talking about season 15 and giving our thoughts on that as well. We're also going to be diving deep into two games we played side by side. One was during the lockdown and another was only recently. We're going to be talking about and analysing Red Dead Redemption 2 as well as Days Gone. Two games we enjoyed playing immensely. Can't wait to get into it. As always, I'd love to know your reaction to the episode. You can always leave me a voice message up on Anchor FM. Or if you want to get in contact with me up on Twitter at Kyle underscore T underscore Duffy. You can always let me know what you think of the episodes up there as well.
And just a reminder before we kick off, you can always find my podcast, Finding Yourself, up on Anchor FM and Spotify. I also have a YouTube channel, Finding Yourself with Kyle Duffy, where I dive deep into TV shows, movies that I love, give reviews, talk about gaming, true crime and sports. So if you like that kind of content and you enjoy my podcast, please subscribe to my YouTube channel and follow me along my YouTube and podcasting journey. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Okay, Chris is after stepping into the studio. He's after finishing up a hard day of work because he's a teacher. Chris, don't thanks lie, for, I don't do anything. Thanks for being back <laughs> on the podcast. I actually introduced this as someone coming back onto the podcast. I was very happy to have you on for the Halloween episode. Oh yeah, I'm like a recurring character now. Yeah, this is cool. I'm like, uh... if you're lucky, you could work your way up to co-host. If you're lucky, if you want that position, I I'm not saying that it's sounds, open. That sounds like it's a lot of work. Yeah, um, and I all I really want is the credit. That is what most people want. Yeah. Okay, I don't like you do saw me trying to get everything working here. Yeah, he was he was like he was like plugging mics in and out and checking things using technical words. Like, who are you? Like, what? this is my passion now. This oh. is who I am. I'm like Gene from Bowser. This is me now. This is me now. <laughs> no, yeah, but this is me now. And if you don't like it, you can like go can... fuck off and die. So okay. no, I'm not. <laughs> um, yeah, but this is me now, and this is my passion. So get used to it. Um, no, but like this is something that like even when I started off, yeah, I was like, I love it, mm-hmm. but it's a lot of work. I wish I could just hire someone. Get everything done for me. See, that's what I want. I, I just how how about I'm like your puppet. How about you do all the work, and I just talk. And yeah, I don't, And I just get the credit. I think you'd like that. Yeah, yeah. If like and at the if this podcast becomes big, mm-hmm. and at the end of every episode we have like credits, you'd be like you can be credited for everything. So written by, directed by, produced by, created by or Chris who, Power. Who's that? Who's that weird, crazy MMA conspiracy theorist that Rogan always has on? don't watch the mma ones is it eddie something oh is it like eddie salvo or silva or it's it's just yeah i think he's like he's on his mma stuff. eddie bravo that's the one yeah i is could it? be yeah i could be him for you maybe i yeah. assume eddie gets some of the does he get a cut of joe rogan oh stuff? no one gets a cut of joe rogan's thing seriously joe rogan yeah joe rogan is his own entity like oh, even man. though he signed to spotify even spotify don't tell him what to do i reckon so okay so really why am i here then just you know for content name recognition yeah yeah okay we, we yeah, can talk about the deals later yeah 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 for content yeah okay. definitely um but no you're after coming from hard days where i'm not being sarcastic when i say that like you were working today. i just exams at the moment yeah that's yeah. all really yeah for anyone who doesn't know him why would you know chris is a teacher shaping young minds young little assholes <laughs> <laughs> um Jesus yeah. um and i'm really happy that you got to come on like because uh, i was going to do it over the weekend so like it was a free day for you well i'm glad because you said you were going to talk about like red dead and games and yeah i'm glad because yeah. I, I so much like we talked about halloween stuff and i like halloween yeah. stuff but i know way more about yeah. games to be honest maybe it was a mistake bringing you on for a teamed episode but jesus I, christ what what do you mean you say i'm a mistake yeah yeah, yeah. it was a mistake like, my parents are this is the redo this is the redo <laughs> um no yeah um not a mistake but i just think like I want oh, to have you're, you on. you're doubling down on this. Yeah, okay, doubling keep down, yeah, doubling back. I'm doubling back. <laughs> um, no, 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 I love you. You're great. I want to have you on every week. Um, no, yeah, because like we play a lot of the same games. We watch a lot of the same movies and TV shows. Mostly TV shows. I don't think like you watch more movies than I do. Like I don't. I watch, watch more movies. You definitely uh, consume more. Like like always sunny. I'm I'm always late to catching up on these things. You're yeah. always you're all, you're the the TV guy really between the two of us. I think so because. 
I'll go for a TV show over a movie any night. Mm. And I think what I'm re-watching at the moment is Family Guy. I'm loving it. Because season 20 has kind of gone back to basics with that show. And I'll go for like Always Sunny. I'll go for American Dad. It's very rare I sit down and watch a movie. It's only now that I'm back into CRC and the radio and doing mm. the reviews each week that I'm actually sitting down and watching movies intently. Did you watch The Witcher? The Witcher season two, I haven't watched it did yet. Did you watch the first season? Yeah, I watched the first season. What did you think? But oh, I love the first season, but there's such a gap between season one and season two, and you're waiting for so long, you get busy watching Yeah, shows, I know what you mean. It takes you out of that environment, that atmosphere of the show. So when you get back to watch the actual show, you're like, oh man, I'm not in the headspace. Yeah, I, that's why I have to rewatch it. Like, yeah. I, I have to rewatch the first season. Because I remember you saying that to me, you're going to watch the first season in anticipation for season We did, two. we watched it on a weekend, it was yeah. unreal. But... I was watching episode one of season two and I was like, I'm not in the headspace. Yeah, yeah. and plus you're like, what's going on? Where's yeah. everything? I need to rewatch it and I'm not in the headspace to do that either. Yeah. So I'm keeping it on the back burner for a while. But yeah, other TV shows I'm watching at the moment, obviously we binge watched Always Sunny season 15 mm. in two nights. I'm loving the way Always Sunny is going with their content, but I hate that there's only like, the past two seasons there's been like eight episodes mm. and... Season 14 and 15. Have you watched season 15 yet? I've only seen bits of it. I've, okay. Yeah. Well, that's... We can talk We can talk about the show in general. Yeah. I don't want to spoil anything. No, I, I um, know about Charlie and his dad. There's a okay. whole emotional thing there. Okay, well, that's... Pretty intense. Well, that's like the main spoiler of it. It's Colomini, so isn't it? Uh, it's called... Yeah, it is because Colomini and such a great character I've on. Like, Colomini is so talented. It sounds like, you know, another the, the previous season, I was the one before... Where um, you know Mac coming out, they're going for these kind of emotional. nuanced emotional peaks, yeah. and I, there's like yeah. they sound like a moment where Charlie was like, I think his dad is dead, and he's like screaming, he's like in the rain. It sounds yeah. like they're. I like how they're balancing that up. It got me and Leanne a bit in the feels because, like you said, those oh, you 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 cried at Dumbo though, so I didn't cry. I cru- oh oh get it right, get it right. I cried at Tarzan, bitch. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sensitive. I thought you and cried at Dumbo. It's a good thing I know. Bambi? Just, just Tarzan? Just Tarzan. Oh, sorry. Who, who, who would cry at Bambi? You don't even see the mother get killed. That's true. Yeah. And where was Phil Collins in any of those movies? Yeah, I'd say he was like four. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. But he would always be in my heart. <laughs> that was good. No. Um, yeah, I cried at Tarzan. It's a good thing that I don't have like a macho image on this podcast. Or I'd never be on. They'd be like, oh. <laughs> Or like anyone who listens to this podcast be like, what the fuck? You cried at Tarzan. <laughs> but that's, I think, very on brand for me right now. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah. You'll be inside of me. Inside of me. That's a different one. Is that not the... Yeah, that, that, that's, that's the x Is that what he says? You'll be inside of me? No. You're watching... <laughs> you porn or something. That's... What does he say? I'll be in your heart. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've been seeing this wrong for years. Like you're listening to those seventeen year olds too much in class, like. (laughs) Oh man, I can I can hear it now. It's actually really bad. Oh, let's 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 move on. Don't sorry. Like you're you're gonna get sued by Phil Collins. Like like I know, like I know he's not above like going after someone. I can take him. I've no problem. Yeah, you hear that, Phil Collins? Yeah. Like that's literally. How about you come for me, Phil Collins? Yeah, come for Chris. Yeah. We'll give a zip code, everything. Absolutely. Yeah, bank details. Which we might as well give him now because we're going to be emptying them out. <laughs> That's F23. No. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, yeah, so let's get into Always Sunny first, I suppose. Mm, yeah, definitely. Um, I was saying in the intro like that I kind of got you into this show. 
Yeah, I, and you uh, took a bit of encouraging because I think the you and uh, our uh, mutual friend Patrick, I think Patrick's been on yeah. this, but you were both really into it, and I kind of got sick of you know when we were all together, you two would start talking about it, and I'd have no idea. So I was he like, was, I have to watch. He this. was kind of on your turf, kind of yeah, talking the, to me too much. You were like, <laughs> back the fuck up. I was like, yeah, shut Kyle the fuck up, man. Patrick. Cause yeah. my my man. Yeah. Uh, but no, but seriously, it was it's just I I. It was a big thing at the time, and I just I had no reference. So I, I think I tried watching season one about four times because it's, I just hated it. It's bad. It's and bad. I, I only now I, I have the, I have the knack now. I only start watching it when I when the, the place next door opens up. Yeah, and it's he, season he, two basically. Season yeah, it's two. just the end, basically where they do the whole terrorist thing. Yeah, and then and it's really when Frank comes in. Frank makes that show. I think you know even the cast of Always Sunny would tell you that season one was not their best work and was something that they were just struggling to make work yeah because they have their own podcast now talking about each episode which is so good i've seen yeah i've watched it it's, it's quite funny actually yeah i know they have a video uh, format for the podcast as mm. well it just adds to it but they look back on all the episodes and i think the episode where they killed off the mother mm-hmm. they killed off dennis and Dee's mom mm. i think um glenn howerton who plays dennis mentioned that it was such a mistake in hindsight on their part, killing off an actress as talented as mm. that because they could have used her in so many other scenarios down the line. But they actually did that thinking that Always Sunny would only last for four seasons. Yeah. So I think they kind of caught fire with this show not knowing they'd catch fire. But at the same time, they... Like, I don't think that she she was built like... She's great, great and all that, but nothing compared to, like, Charlie's mom. Oh, no, no, no. I think... Or Max's De- mom. Yeah, Dennis and Dee's mom was a very 2D character. Yeah. Very 2D. Sorry, my phone's after buzzing there and put it on silent. Very um, unprofessional. Very unprofessional. I normally put it on silent. So that's going to... You won't see, you won't see me doing that. that. No. Um, Dennis and Dee's mom is very 2D. Mm. Like, she's only one thing in the show. But I think, you know, Max's mom, you know... She actually only has progression and personalization when she talks. Other than that, she's just a n- series of grunts. Hilarious stuff. But that never gets old. Never gets old. Never gets old. And I think, you know, Charlie's mom... <laughs> Charlie's mom with the uncle. Yeah. Well, yeah, it works. Charlie's mom is like this sweet, like innocent mom who's just like making like ginger snap cookies for them on Christmas. But in total denial yeah. that her, her brother is like a sexual predator. And that... Her son was molested. Yeah. And <laughs> like in the bloopers, you know, he's like, boys will be boys. No, men will be men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, men will be men and they will stay men, Uncle Jack. I don't want uh, to, I don't want to do anything that you want to do with me, Uncle Jack. <laughs> oh, um, I love those characters. The uh, the episode we have when he's trying to move back in, mm. this moment from Mrs. Kelly will always kill me. Like, she's like, I need money. <laughs> And she's not like alluding to what she needs money yeah. for. And he's like, you own this house. Like, what are you talking about? I need money. And then like Jack offers to bunk with him. And I was like, are you are you just like you're trying to climb into my bed when I was younger? And for Jack, like, it's what? No, no, no. It's stuff relatives do. And like, uh, it's just so dark, but it works so but you, well. From looking, not just the show, but you can see it when you look at the bloopers. What I think has actually worked for them is they the, the, the four actors they're, themselves they're, pro- they're not fantastic actors I think the, the show is great but they're not fantastic but they've surrounded themselves with amazing actors because yeah. in all the bloopers 
they break, but no one else does. Yeah. Because they have, like, it, yeah. the, or you know the trucker where, he, you know, yeah. uh, split me like a coconut. Yeah. Like, he, he, like, he's just on the money. They get such big actors. Yeah. And to be honest, I think they break so much because they're around, they're genuine Yeah, they're friends. friends. They're friends, like, they're real life friends. And you can see that. And I think that's the reason the show works as well. Oh, like, you can see it, yeah. Yeah. I remember, like, watching an episode, I think, two weeks ago of their podcast mm. always sunny and they're talking about an episode from season one and charlie they referenced that oh you know in those early days mm. we'd write the scripts out on legal notepads yeah yellow and we would write our lines on there as well so that's how like day one it was you know but seeing how far they've come and how they've managed to kind of step out of their mold of like these bad guys mm in the show and give you like genuine moments like with Max coming out with Charlie's kind of conversation with his father that I never got to have yeah um, in the end and uh, and in the finale of season 15 you know those are genuine moments that kind of get you in your feels and make you realise that even though they're playing bad people mm. and almost caricatures yeah and stereotypes of bad people they are genuine people and real people who have real emotions. Yeah, I think I think they need to need to you know I think the strength is still in the the secondary characters. Like, I think what what makes Mac a better character is you know you see remember he does the performance for his dad and his mm, dad stands yeah. up and then he walks out. It's heartbreaking, but that's what makes it real. Whereas, I think the personally I don't know if this is controversial, but I find the weakest character to be Dennis at the moment because I feel like there's not much to him outside of himself and I think he used the word character I think he's I think he's becoming a bit of a character of himself okay and I my fear is that the show kind of goes on too long or doesn't change up I'd just be interested to see how the next you know five years go because I'd be afraid yeah. that it just becomes the same old shit and what's mad is you can see this show lasting another five years mm. you know it's already surpassed Seinfeld as the longest running comedy series sitcom yeah I think Seinfeld. I never Seinfeld ever. I never watched it. I have not watched a full oh, I episode. I watched it. It's obviously of a different time. Yeah, I haven't watched a full episode. I think the most controversial episode of Seinfeld is the Paraguay episode. They make fun of like a national day for Paraguay, um, and that got really controversial remarks. And I never understood how that man is so rich, and I just thought Seinfeld was just yeah. No different to friends, but I guess I'm maybe I'm, a, I'm an uncultured swine. Cultured swines come after him. But yeah, I've never watched Seinfeld. I've never really had the inkling to watch either or the urge to kind of sit down and binge it. But I think that's because, you know, it's not a show I grew up on. It's not a show that I had people saying to me, oh, you need to watch this. Yeah, I, th I, think, I think it was still on the air, you know, regularly when I was younger. I'd yeah. say by the time, you know, when, I, when you were watching TV more... I'd say it stopped. Yeah, you know? I think, you know... I caught the tail end of it culturally, I think. Everyone had that show growing up, that sitcom, that was just always on repeat on mm. Comedy Central. You know, for me, it was Friends. Mm. And then it was kind of like Everybody Loves Raymond as well. So I think I was just at the back end of Seinfeld. I wasn't... Um, my culture wasn't surrounded by Seinfeld influences, you know? Everybody I Loves Raymond. I, I actually... I can't watch that anymore because I just, I just... Like... I get mad watching that show and I think of Why? like just because him and his mom and the dad I'm like like I know it's a big joke but I'm just maybe I'm just too triggered by it I'm like your mom's a psychopath 
Just cut her to your life, man. Um, this is not funny anymore. Like, yeah, like she's annoying in that show, but like I think that's the whole thing. That's the shtick, yeah. He's surrounded by things that he can't control and he has to just put up with them. Yeah, um, whereas that makes me stressed watching that show, but yeah. maybe there's, there's a reason for that. <laughs> but yeah, like I think, not Seinfeld, Everybody Loves Raymond like did so well as well. Mm. But I think the show, like I said, the show that was on repeat the most when I was growing up was Friends. And that yeah. was the one that was, you know, oh, are you watching Friends tonight? Or like we have to watch Friends. You know? Yeah, Lee has never watched it. And she's still never watched it. No. Well, at least I've started to watch it a bit. Like, we months. watched bits of it, I think, but like she's never really watched it. And at this point, I don't think we're ever going to watch it. Like If she hasn't watched it at this stage, she doesn't want to watch it. How is it that like you've watched, how, how does she live in the house and like, how, how do well, you I didn't, watch it? I, I didn't watch it in the house growing up I think I've watched it because Leanne loves it Megan loves it they watched it growing up oh okay so Leanne actually just sat me down one night and educated me on it so that was the reason I watched it but uh, just for those who don't know Leanne is his uh, in home help so you know yeah, yeah, yeah I've mentioned several times she's my fiance and girlfriend but they're bound to <laughs> trust you over me oh yeah. Yeah, did, yeah 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 home help Sorry, I mispronounced fiance a lot. <laughs> Home help. Home help. Those two words, they're so similar. Like, they're spelled the same. There's, there's He's making one, a joke about it. There's an E at the end, you know, so. Sorry. Home help. Not someone who loves me for me and has, like, gone no. to know me over the past five she's years. She's paid to tell you that. No, no, she's paid to be here. Yeah. I'm, at least, at least you've accepted it. She's going to have to lift me out of this room at the end of the episode. <laughs> um, so thank you, Leanne, for the home help. Okay, you've ruined it now. You've made it yeah. too dark. <laughs> you're taking it away from me now well you know you I no longer it. enjoy this bit yeah and that's why I did it you try and come on here and make a fool of me I will not let it happen <laughs> this is my ship I will not let you steer it okay you know your role and shut your mouth as the rock says back to always sunny yeah I think that what I want from the show like you said they're going down the path of maybe like some characters getting a bit stale and becoming caricatures of themselves yeah they're leaning into their 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 themselves too much there's nothing i don't i find the most i mean mac coming out and the way that was handled that's he, a, that's a progression of his character yes but it was still done in a very mac way and um, i just i just think that again dennis i just you know because the last you know whatever five six years you know he became such like a meme everything um, mm. and i just think that subconsciously they're playing into that too much maybe yeah i think you know they might have written themselves into a corner with some yeah. characters. I don't know if you've seen the episode where they kind of go back to 1995 or 1998. Yeah, I thought they could have done so much better with that. It was fine, but like... Well, it was like a bottle episode. They're in the same place for the whole mm. um, episode. And they're not going to give you much to like progress the characters. You're just going to see mm. what they were like back then. But yeah. I thought like what they did with Dean that episode was very good. Frank didn't get it looking really, and again, mm. why would he? You know, because it's back when it was just the four of them, and he was a, an extra, yeah. Yeah, but it was very good to see how Dee became the person she was. She was really nice, yeah, and like she must have got a head injury or something, yeah, because she just wakes up from that uh, hit on the head and she's just a she's a dick like the rest of them, mm. which is very funny. And I I I think I think that's what works. That the the fact that they're all. They are, should be horrible people, and I th I think that they're trying to humanize them a bit in the in the you know the newer seasons and make them less horrible. And I think that's that's I I think that's where they're going wrong because then it's just like every other show. Like remember the the episode where they're on the ferry, 
and then yeah. it, it, it's, it sinks yeah. and then like think they're all going to die and in the, their last moments they're all assholes to each other they're so horrible no other show does that no other show repeatedly shits on their characters and that's what makes it original whereas yeah. I think because you're saying they're writing themselves into a hole where they can't do anything else it's very mm. true but again I think that's what comes with being on the air that long you yeah. get comfortable doing the same thing on, over and over again and because you're still on air you're thinking okay we're going to be on for a while here mm. the fans are loving the show no matter what let's change up the characters a bit mm. let's kind of see how far we can push uh, Mac this way and humanise him a bit and see if they still like the character of Mac and I think mm. that's what they're doing they're testing the waters with the characters in the latter seasons I Season just hope one. that I just hope that they don't do like a Scrubs or you know oh, Scrubs where, where or, or how much of other where it's a great show and the last they go on one season too long and the last season ruins it because I will never watch How I Met Your Mother again because of how shit it ended yeah and I, that's what sticks in everyone's mind with How I Met Your Mother because How I Met Your Mother was unbelievable amazing. it was such a great show I watched and it even, religiously like at the end of season 8, eight you know, mm-hmm. did 9 seasons most that's what's very impressive as well most sitcoms only do nine seasons. Mm. Friends, um, like I said, the it was Friends. How much other? The only other sitcom that went longer than that was Seinfeld up until now. Frasier, Frasier did like eleven seasons. Oh, okay, never got into Frasier. I need to try that. Frasier is the best sitcom of yeah. the whatever nineties, eighties. Have to give it a go. Yeah, Leanne won't watch it with me because she hates Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer. What? Hates him. Seriously. Absolutely hates him. I think I think we need to have. I'm gonna. I might put that in my uh, my best man speech. I might. May have yeah, a, make fun I might of have her. a pop popular for that. Make fun of her. I have pops that are for other things as well. Okay. Like have you got a list? How she's rude. Uh, how she thinks she's funnier than me. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We haven't addressed that by the way. <laughs> You're my best man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm be- obviously best man. I mean, I yeah, assume- grovel a bit more and say like that you like how you love me and like oh it's an honor. Uh. So uh. After he asked me. For the fifth time, I eventually yeah. said yes. I finally said he was, yes. He was a, yeah, look, I want to be nice about Kyle, but he was a thirsty bitch with the whole thing. Yeah, listen, it was pouring rain. You know, he thought I, I stood outside with the, with the cards. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he, he thought I hadn't written written him those letters, but I told him, you know, I wrote you every day for a year. And, <laughs> you know, it was very notebook S. Well, no, I, I actually am I'm delighted to be your best man, actually. I'm um, glad to have you because, like, again, you said that you weren't expecting anything because you didn't want to put that on me. You yeah, didn't I didn't want, want no, I don't mean in a bad way. It's not like I, I was like, oh, I have no idea. Yeah. I, I figured I might be asked, but at the same time, a wedding's a real, uh, a wedding's a real special thing. And yeah. I, there's a lot of, there's a lot of times when people might put their own expectations on you. And I didn't want to put my own expectations on you. Which is very progressive of you, but I... Reject it. Reject that. I reject your progressiveness. You should know better than that. <laughs> no, I... It was always going to be you. That sounds so romantic. <laughs> it was always going to be you. <laughs> but you yet can, so if, expected though. If you can tell me and Christopher a bit of a bromance. Uh, yeah, it was always going to be you. Uh, because first of all, you asked me you asked me to be your best man. And I absolutely adored doing it that day. Yeah. And I was very grateful. Although your, your reaction, I have, I have a bit of a dress this. Your reaction when I asked you, you were like, it was really dull. You were just like, yeah, okay. Like, were you, like, what was it? Like, I, I never. What? Was it? Yeah, yeah I thought you Because your reaction was dull too. Oh, here we go. Now he. he I wanted more. He, he had that in the fucking chamber, didn't he? Oh, I did. Yeah, I wanted more. First of all, I'll say how mine was done because it's been years. You you just sat there on the couch, you're like, yeah, okay. 
Was I? That was literally. Did I? Yeah. Shit. Sorry. Were you just shock or what was it? I think I was in shock. I remember being. I don't remember feeling any any apprehension that day. Mm. Maybe what time of day did you ask me? This is so important, by the way. I might have been really low energy. Uh, about seven o'clock. Oh yeah, I was probably fucking high. No, I probably wasn't high. I was probably drunk. No, no, I wasn't drunk. Okay, but then I, 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 no, I, I like, got it no, in my system at least. Yeah, no, like, no, like, I wasn't like, because I remember being asked and I was thinking like, oh my god. So maybe like, maybe it was one of those days where my fucking, my words weren't reflecting my, how I was feeling. Yeah. yeah, I was honored to be your best man. Like sometimes Too my fucking right you were. Sometimes I'm very <laughs> bitch. Sometimes I'm very monotone. Like I'm very just like. Well, did you, I not give you the reaction you wanted? I thought it was really exciting. Well, first of all, you told me. Oh, is this the okay, box thing? For anyone, <laughs> for any, yeah, for anyone. Oh, um, this is like, fun. I'll just tell you the story. We went out and we asked our bridal parties, people we wanted to be in our bridal party. We had these boxes on our, like little boxes done up for them. So in my ones, I had you know shot glasses for my groomsmen and my best man Chris, and I had best man written on the shot glass. And a few other things like sweets. But I also had like sweets, like their favorite sweets. I went over to uh, uh, an American candy store over in Westport. Uh, got got you ni- nice stuff that you like. And that was I also, some good shit, actually. Yeah, yeah, I also got their favorite beers. So I got Barry his favorite beer. Although, like, I think he likes something better than Guinness. But I had to be very sneaky about that because I was afraid you would cop. So I got. I you. think Barry likes it. Barry, Barry, yeah, Guinness. Barry likes Guinness, but I don't know if it's favorite his favorite drink. That's besides the point. I got you a craft beer because we love your ideas. And I got stickers done up for the beers instead of just having labels on them. So I, got I still li- have my bottle. Good. I got labels done up for all the lads. And it, for Chris, I got best man, uh, best friend for a day, best man, fuck that up. Best, best man, man for a day, day best, best friend, friend for a lifetime. Life. And it was like, uh, will you be my best man, Chris? So this is all in the box. Right right on the label, very visible, like it's the first time. The word best man in big fancy yeah. font, yeah. And I'm like buzzing to give him this. I'm like, okay, we'll be giving to the end. Like they don't know what it is, they think it's like donuts or something. I know, I to be honest, I, I mean he came you, with you, he first of all he came with a fancy black box. I mean Kyle never comes with shit, first of all. But also yeah, when but, he when he when he came, it was clearly something important. I think yeah, it was a wedding but, thing. Like, Emma, my sister, also bakes, so it could have been bake and stuff. Who knows? Yeah, but she has those white boxes. This was like a fancy yeah, black box. Yeah, maybe just let me tell the story because we're doing oh. it. <laughs> so yeah, back to the story. Sorry about that, guys. There was some someone chiming in. Yeah, sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I was buzzing. You open the box, and I'm thinking, okay, he's not reacting. Has he gone blind? Like, well, what's he doing? And he's kind of rummaging around, and I'm like, I almost said out loud. Yeah, open I, it like, I could see I could see you in the corner of my, my eye I was like what's going ticked. on I was like and I was like in that moment I was like disappointed like, I was like oh my god is he not going to react to it and I then I took the Twizzlers out and then like and they took the Twizzlers out and he was like oh and then like and then he took the thing out and he was like oh my god like of course of course and, then you, and you were very and it was obvious that you like you were very genuine and like you were so happy to be my best man but then what pissed me off was I didn't see the bottle this is bullshit and you're lying <laughs> because after I asked him and we got, we had a hug and we had a talk. He was like, I actually saw it right away. Yeah. And I didn't react <laughs> on purpose. I just wanted to fuck with you. But I mean, I'd have loved though. I wouldn't. See, I don't fuck with anyone else because like, it's it's no fun. You better be so nice to me on the day of my wedding. <laughs> I, I think it's a sign of affection. Like remember, remember when I rang you up about the treadmills? Have you told no, me? No, I haven't told the story because it is fucking psychotic. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> you tell them, tell them. It's great. This is, this is like long gone. And he also sent me a fucking glitter bomb in my mail, which is psychotic as well. That's not psychotic. It's love. There's anyway, st- the treadmill still... thing is, is probably the best thing I've ever done, though. I think it's amazing. The maddest I've been in you in my life. Like the yeah, maddest. Actually, I don't think I you've felt ever... like calling up Lee and be like, divorce that fucker. You were, you were actually, it's not kind of the man so where you, you know that like the man, you don't, that was probably, you were actively angry at me. And yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not used to that feeling ever. Cause I never get angry at Chris ever. Cause he never gives me a reason to, but he was bored one day. Tell him you tell him. Yeah. So I had ordered a treadmill on fitness equipment, Ireland. And he told me the exact model, by the way. Yeah. To- I made the mistake. I didn't, <laughs> didn't, re- didn't realize it was a mistake at the time of telling Chris <laughs> All about it, you know, the model to make, you know, how much I paid for it. And then he called me up. And Chris is from Dublin, if you can't tell. Um, I put on a, yeah, yeah, not, not a very convincing accent, but, yeah, but it was just a sports, yeah, sports put, direct, was it? Yeah, sports direct. Yeah, how are you so doing? he puts on his hyper Dublin accent, pretends to be someone from sports direct, claiming that they've taken 27,000 euro from my account was that how much yeah so I was just, I, I basically i was i was actually not even warning you it was a casual just confirming that i said any order over 15 we have to confirm on the phone i was like what the fuck i don't and, have I, and I said yeah you you ordered 15 of these treadmills and, and i was you... like i was like first of all i should read it because like, I, I like i was like okay i don't have that much in my account yeah of course that's like, not possible but again stress stress and like on phone calls, I get lose my shit. Like I'm like, oh, panic, panic, central station, you know. So, I started feeling bad though. That's the thing I have to tell you. I was like, oh no, this can't be possible. This can't be possible. I was on the phone checking up my bank of Ireland or my TSB account. Or yeah, something. that's when you when you when you audibly said, oh, I have to check my bank account right now. That's when I was like, oh shit, this has gone too far. Yeah, and it was one of those things where I was like, you were so mad. I was so fucking mad, so fucking mad. And then you told me it was a joke, and <laughs> I was like. That's not funny, and I was like, legit Yeah, you, you're like, that's not up, funny. Hung up, he tried coming back. I you he, wouldn't answer. I wouldn't answer because I needed to cut off. I needed to cut off because I would have said something mean and I would have cut deep and I would have tried to really cut deep on you and I would have regretted it. Am I meaner to you than you are to me? I don't think I'm mean at all to anyone. That's I mean, true. I, I don't, you aren't actually like you aren't. I, I'm, I'm not a snowflake. I'm not a mean person. Am I a mean person? I think I might be. I'm a you're part. not a mean person. I get those inklings to be not mean, but I get those urges to, um make jokes that can be mean sometimes but you don't follow through maybe, follow that's, through. maybe follow... that's what most people do and i need to stop doing no i followed through once and it had repercussions <laughs> um and then i was like no this is not for me why the fuck did i think <laughs> to do that and i did it because i was in a good mood yeah which doesn't make sense there was one day where i was finishing up work and i was allowed to finish up early and it was a weekend i was like oh man i have the whole weekend now i was like I'm early. I'm off early on Friday. I can go for a pint now if I want. Were you in the house or in the apartment? Uh, I was in the apartment at the time. Yeah, I was in the apartment yeah. at the time. And I was in Westport that day and my mom knew I was in Westport and I called her. Oh, I remember this. Called her pretending to be my co-worker. Oh, this is so and bad. And said that Kyle has had a seizure and fallen down the stairs. And is this, after, this is after your surgery, like? Uh, this was years after my surgery. So you're 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 seizure free, like so. Like. See, I was seizure free at this st- stage, and I made that joke, and it was so out of character for me, and I don't know why I did it, and I I always regret it, and looking back on it, I'm like, didn't she start to cry? Yeah, she started to cry, and she was so mad at me for like, thank God, like maybe only a day in a bit. Yeah. But I went down and I visited her, and I said, listen, 
I'm so sorry. That's so out of ordinary for me. So really, those kind of pranks. They don't suit you. Yeah, I can't pull them. Um, <laughs> we'll just be very transparent here. We were trying to fix the fucking mic situation again. Just being transparent with everyone. You know yourself. Oh, transparency. That's that's your, Is that your new motto, Mister Transparency? Well, you know, I don't want anyone to cancel me for things. You know, so. You you know genuinely you are far too vanilla to be cancelled. Yeah, I, I think, know, but yeah. that's where I lie. You know, that's my strategy. Yeah. Oh, let's cancel him. What is there to cancel? So. But I'd say you're the sort of person that people would want to cancel you. Yeah, because oh my god, he's so annoying. I right? could put shit out there though. Who does he think he is? I'd say you're. I'd say you're fairly easily to. You'd be fairly easy to. Um, Rise what? No, not not catfish. What you know to basically steal your identity. I'd say. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Like you could Nigerian prince me pretty quick. Pretty no, not quick. that you're stupid, but I think I could pretend to be you. Very I'm not easily. smart. <laughs> no, I think I could pretend to be you. I think I'd do good at that. Mm, no, like I'm very unique. I'm very unique, like a snowflake. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm so bland that it's unique. <laughs> <laughs> I go too far. Let's go on and let's move on maybe to gaming. Oh yes. Because we've talked a good bit about Always Sunny. It's very clear that we love that show. I've just started replaying Red Dead Redemption Two. I saw playing, that. I'm playing. I'm for the first time. You know this about me. Typically, when I play games, I play a dishonorable or evil role in the character. I don't know why you do that. I've never done that. Because it's fu- um, I, it's just fun. Because it's not. Because I don't live my life like that. I, I think. I'm yeah, quite, true. I try to be quite nice to people, except for you, obviously. Um. So I just think it's kind of been, it's it's. I mean, I've heard people say it's like wish fulfillment. I hope not, because I do some evil shit. But you know what? It's so hard to play as an honorable character in Red Dead because. That it keeps leading you down dishonorable routes. And the big thing, I've no money. I've no money. I can't just kill people or rob people. Yeah. Whereas dishonorable and the evil way, you're making money left hand, like under foot. Like you're just. But this is the only game I'll make the exception. The only game, because yeah. I want that, that happy ending for. Well, not happy. Yeah. I want the honorable ending for Arthur. But I honestly think, you know, I played it through maybe three, four times already. Seriously? And yeah. How? Just, you know. It's. Such a long hands. game. Yeah, but oh, but you wouldn't like do every last little bit of it though. No, you see, you're you're a perfectionist. You yeah, play one hundred percent. I'm not. I'm like, if I finish it and I have forty percent of it done, sound. I got the story done. I'm a story man. You know. You know, I I I actually, and this is the sick thing about me. I'd find it easier if I finish something and have thirty percent, uh, only thirty percent completed, because it's like you know what, there's so much left. I don't need to worry. But when I was coming to the end of Red Dead, I had like. 89% done I was like no need the 100% yeah again I think a lot of people are like that but not me and I, lo- I love the cataloging of the animals you know I love yeah. that yeah that's one thing that you can keep on playing Red Dead 4 actually you know the yeah. hunting element element and um, the legendary animals you know because it yeah. takes you and the ages. challenges yeah whereas like and, and I even noticed it right um, I didn't really notice the challenges until I think I got I think I, I left after leaving Lemoyne Whereas now I, I'm still in Valentine and I've done a bunch of the challenges, mm. uh, which makes it easier later on, you know? Yeah. I think that's why those games stay in the zeitgeist for so long mm. and stay in popular culture for so long is because, you know, the story playable. And yeah. even when you finish the story, there's something waiting for you at the end. And the characters the story. are amazing. Yeah. Graphics are excellent. We actually were talking about Red Dead Redemption before we started. You mentioned that there's going to be a Red Dead 3 and they're remastering Red Dead 1 as well. The, re- you, the remaster is coming first. You haven't, play, uh, you haven't played No. Red Dead 1. 
which is I know the story something of it, that you're going to be looking looking forward to. Yeah, you know the story. I'll kind of explain it to you. Yeah, I know that. I know that the, that the epilogue is like Jack gets revenge for John's death. Yeah, and I thought it was really interesting because I I knew nothing really about Reddit One coming into Reddit Two. Yeah, so. I loved Arthur immediately. Mm. Um, and then there was this guy, this guy called John, who we had to rescue from the mountains. And yeah. I was like, who is this asshole? He's yeah. like a bad, like, I, I couldn't give a shit about him. And you were like, no, John's a big character. So I think there's a difference between people like me, who'd never have formed an attachment, and people like you, who grew close to that yeah. character. Again, the only reason we had different reactions to Red Dead 2 and the characters, and the character of John in particular, is because I had played Red Dead 1, built yeah. that connection with John. I knew who he ends up being and why he ends up leaving the gang. Mm. Well, I didn't, in essence, know why he left the gang. I don't think you really know what happened to Dutch on that train. No. In, um, not Valentine, where was it? No, in Blackwater. In Blackwater. This the, is with, with the, it's something happened to a girl. And yeah. Is, is, is this, is this the, he killed um, he killed a woman or he killed a young girl on a what train ha- what was it like they need to address that well I think they're they're intentionally that that's that yeah. has to be that has to be um, Red Dead 3 has to be because we need to see what Arthur was like as a young I'd say brother. he was a bollocks yeah definitely but like we need to see it because you learn things in the game that are just throwaway comments like Arthur had a kid who died yeah he had a marriage that blew up you never see the ins and outs of his relationship with mary, mary yeah mary, mary. and, and like the father who's apparently an asshole yeah and we briefly meet her brother remember we yeah. rescue him from the Ch- uh, the chelonians yeah these like basically a cult of yeah. the desert but there's so much with that game to dive deep on and the first thing i want to address is colmo driscoll it's not Colm. It's Colm. It's Colm. I didn't realise he was Irish. The the act, voice actor. Oh, with Arthur. I didn't realise he was Irish. Yeah, he wanted to pronounce Colm as Colm. And they wouldn't let him. Because, listen, Arthur is Irish. Arthur is, um, what's the English? He's a dumb Arthur American. Arthur is a dumb American. He's not going to say Colm. He's going to say Colm. It's Colm. And he actually went out of his way during a press conference to say, listen, I know it's Colm. Mm trust me i know it's calm but i love that i appreciate that he did that but yeah it's one of those things where you have an american character saying the name over and over mm. again and you're like it didn't irritate me as much as i thought it would as yeah. like an irish person playing the game yeah but i just love that like he's that the actor who plays not john marston but arthur he's not full-blown irish he's american irish is he he is. I think he. I taught, listened to him talk. He's full blown Irish. Okay, I didn't know that. Didn't know that. I mean, I'm sure he lives in America now for a long time, but yeah. he's Irish Irish. Like his accent is like he sounds like he's from here. Like. Okay, I didn't know that because, like, he has one of those deep voices. He's just so, a good voice actor. So you kind of think, how what like where is that from? Oh, that's obviously from America. Do you want to hear my predictions for Red Dead Three? Yes, please. Okay, I think the main character of Red Dead 3 despite people saying it's going to be Ho- young Hosea or um, a young Dutch I think it's going to be either one of the people who died on the boat in Blackwater or a- another a new character because if you look at the pattern right 
Red Dead 2, the main character dies and the, the, a secondary character who lives on ends up being the protagonist of the next one. So what John is in Red Dead 2, you know, he lives mm. and yeah. I think Red Dead 3 is going to do the same thing. You're going to play a main character who dies near the end of it and Arthur is going to be the kind of the up and coming young book who kind of survives. Do you I, think like I'm just kind of banned? I'm jumping on the bandwagon. I'm just oh, just one, one last thing. I think it would be too obvious to end directly with Blackwater. I think they have to end end it a couple of years before Blackwater. Yeah, yeah. I was oh well, like maybe that kind of blow, like um, doesn't like kind of track what I'm going to say, but just piggybacking on your theory, do you think maybe then that? the character that we focused on is someone who comes into the gang who was a new member and then ends up dying on the train in Blackwater. The boat. Oh, the boat, yeah, sorry. Um, no, I because I think because of the gap between Red Dead 1 and Red Dead 2, I don't think that they could take a joke. But Blackwater, to me, in my mind, is too close. So I think it's going to be like... You know the way you know the, uh, Arthur was with them from like a young age, like a, like a teenager? Yeah. I think it's going to be like maybe 10 years before Blackwater 10 years that before, makes sense where yeah. Dutch is a young man Hosea is like maybe uh, Dutch's age 30, 30 or and like I, the, yeah. there is going to be some extra character who, who pl- and there's going to be this, this massive story that, that makes them who they are I think yeah um, I'm so excited about the prospect of playing this game by the way I'm fucking the one I'm, thing that, that does it for me is just like I just thought when, and you, anyone who's played the end of it the balls on the writers of the game to like that when that that shootout on the rooftops near the end in uh, is it Saint Denis? Yeah. Jose. Lenny. Like, what the f? Like Lenny is just killed as we're running, so you can't. Oh, they never look. address it either. They never, and it's just done. Yeah. And it's it's and it's like they just they just drop you. They don't give a fuck. But and like, I lo- I, didn't, I mean that in a good way. Yeah. It's so brave. And I just, it was so unexpected. Yeah. It's good writing. But like, those characters dying, you know, Lenny, not that he wasn't a great character, but the game and the creators of the game do a great job at making you love the side characters. Yeah. Characters that you know in your mind are expendable in the story. They're probably going to go for an African, they, not probably, they, they, they probably should go for an African American act uh, lead as well. Considering the time it is, because if they go back to the, the the mid 1800s um and the role of slavery and everything um and like they kind of left lenny out i would love to see like personally my favorite character after all of them after charles, Ch- charles i fucking love charles charles is great he's a fascinating character yeah and like just saying you could do like how charles how one of these not for uh, the third game but maybe the fourth game there's so many original stories you could do with like how these characters come to be in the gang. Mm-hmm. What about Davy? He dies before the game even starts. Like, is he? A, he Davy? Someone from? Is he? Is he the fellow that they bring on the horse who dies in the in the wagon? Yeah. Yeah. So like, maybe we follow him. Maybe he's the main character. Like, and you... that'd be devastating as yeah. well for him yeah. to, to have someone to die in yeah. such an awful way. But that's what told me about like Arthur dies in a very unremarkable way, which is very sad. Like he dies alone on like a mountaintop. No, but it's poignant. Oh, it is. But I'm saying it's also it's 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 Why, well, so harsh. Well, yeah. But would you want him to go out and blaze a glory like 
in a shootout or, or surrounded by friends like he's as in it's real and mm. I and I respect that but I'm saying that's what's so powerful with the writing yeah. that the writers can literally they like for Red the Three could give us this amazing character who we grow to love yeah. and he could be killed off in any which way but I thought that was very on nose on the nose for Archer as a character and in, and in the game like mm. how he's portrayed in the game he's a loner in a gang mm. even though he's a part of a gang he do, goes off he does his own thing I hated how you're basically funding the camp yeah that was always a problem like, they'd always like like right now what they're always they're all saying to me at the moment is you know we need food we need I'm like we I need have, like provide for us Arthur provide solely for us <laughs> I have wiped out so many deer yeah like who's eating this shit like I'm not the guy who's cooking it is probably eating it um, fucking Pearson yeah Pearson because there's been times I'm playing the game where I like I go to the camp and there's like twelve hundred dollars in there yeah I come back after like maybe two days of real time playing mm-hmm. the game and I've been hunting or doing missions there's still only 1200 like, oh it's just who's you. not pulling their weight around here now there is, there is a mechanic like the more you the more you do up which is my thing I the do up the, the camp with like you, you get certain things like I think I have to kill a perfect cow to get a to get a, a certain yeah. rug the more you do that the more they contribute but it's still only like $12 yeah. more it's yeah. not like, oh, like and you, $300 there was one time I actually was like no, no I'm going to check the statements yeah went down through like who's providing what like it's always it's like two dollars here and it's lenny or charles here. whereas i'm like giving like fifth like i'm racking up the money from like selling pelts and like i'm contributing fifty dollars plus every time i'm like these guys are not worth my time have you seen this whole thing about um uh, the theory that bill is gay yeah. yeah yeah and i didn't know what the first time I played but now i'm playing it listen to it back every time they make a comment about bill they always make a kind of a, a subtle kind of dig like a knowing dig about him being gay I'll have to replay that. Or like that. closeted gay. You know I'll what I mean? I'll have to replay that to actually get into it because like he is an over the top aggressive character. Yes. So he's maybe hy- that's He's hyper racist. He's hyper sexist. He's hyper problematic which is probably yeah. why he is the way he is. Yeah. That's actually interesting. I might get, take keep an eye out for mm. that next time. But yeah. That game is so good. And there's so much there's so much like sorry to cut across you. Yeah, there's, there's so much like again watching all the theories that actually makes sense like the whole thing of I sent you this before Dutch potentially having a head injury, brain damage. Yes. That makes so much sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So much sense. Yeah. Um because yeah, Dutch acts way different and starts like being so off the cuff and after the tram crash. Unpredictable after the tram yeah. cra- crash. And that was like a big crash. Like like he could have easily got brain damage from that. Because then you go do a mission where he drowns someone, mm-hmm. then we blow up that mansion, and obviously that needed to happen. But he's like so cavalier about everything. He betrays people. You know what's just after happening to me? What? That dude, the, the farmer, he coughed on me. Oh God! I purposely, like, I keep from playing that mission as much as I can, because mm. yeah, I know it's coming. I'm like, oh, and it happens so early on as well. Actually, go down to the ranch. Oh, I don't want to go to that ranch, man. I don't want to go to that ranch. I'm gonna just kill um deer for a while. And you know the way, you know the way, like in, you usually have different options to do things. There's no other option. You can't avoid it. Yeah. yeah There's no way of not getting it whatever. To, like, it's not like an optional yeah, mission. You have to play it. Devastating. And after that, you're like, dead man walking. Like. And I was, I when it first happened, I was going around for for days on forums and Reddit trying to be like, 
here, how do I cure this this sickness yeah. he has? How do I cure it? And people Who's are like, got a cure for TB? It's like, oh, you sweet summer child. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, it's one of those things where you don't want to play it because you know it's all downhill from there. Once you go to Saint Denis, I don't really enjoy the not don't really enjoy the game because that's a lie. But the game, in essence, is just like you're just marching to his death, and the only way you can make it sort of enjoyable is being an honourable person in it yeah which like I'm assuming you don't get the or maybe you do no matter what no you don't get the, the ride when he's riding back on the horse and the music's playing no you get the music the only difference is the, the sounds are di- like the conversations are different the conversations and the, and uh, and what Arthur says about himself and what they say about him that's yeah. very different because what the ending I got uh, you, was like, instead of talking to the nun about being a good person you talk to the priest and the priest just the drunk priest who kind of just gives you but it, it's it's the end up on the mountain with uh, with Micah and Dutch it's very and you get shot in the head it's bitter yeah so you get shot in the head whereas yeah. I think you, you're allowed to die yeah yeah so yeah you, my character was shot in the head yeah see like that's just so abrupt for me and I can't do that like I, oh well, I'm never playing evil again he doesn't deserve that if he does and that's why it broke me yeah because even bad Arthur, I think, is grand. He's sound. <laughs> yeah, to be honest, yeah, I, there's not much difference in good Arthur and bad Arthur. I think just good Arthur gives more money to charity, to be fucking honest. Yeah. The deaths yeah. in this game and the way a characters are killed, like some characters are like, oh, they deserve that. Others, you're like, okay, I, I'm okay with that. But you know the O'Driscoll gang member you take in and kind of make one of Kieran. your... He's all right. Like, Does he, he die? He is decapitated. They put his head in his hands, strap him to a horse. Oh, and, and they ma- ride him down towards makes, the mansion. And makes the horse walk into the gang uh, hideout or whatever, or the mansion. That's how the time that Sean is killed, isn't it? Yeah. That was super abrupt as well. Yeah. I Although, you say, know what? Yeah. He's such a small character, really. Yeah. Surprisingly. There's other characters that come in and out and you would be like, okay, he'll die. Because I, I never really cared about Sean's death, actually. The only time he plays a kind of role is uh, Bring Forth Oil, where you yeah. have the, the, the train journey. You know, uh, Tremblay. Is it Tremblay or like... Oh! Oh, fuck. Oh, no, you're not well. It's he's, the, he's like a well-to-do yeah, guy. It's the well-to-do fancy guy um, who's always got connections and yeah. helps you out with certain missions. Like, he should die. But we have to save his ass in well, one of the that, missions. That's why he won't die. Because he probably is meaningless it's the people that hurt you more yeah that's the way they get you but this game overall like it has rocked us to the core like we played this through you played it for the first time during the first lockdown with me yeah it was amazing. and we kind of just did voice notes back and forward to play in the game and it was just so enjoyable i can't wait to trelawney trelawney i knew it was with a t Tron. josiah trelawney josiah trelawney josiah 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 yeah such a name I know I can't wait to replay uh, Red Dead 1 the remaster if it comes out on PS4 uh, hopefully it does me too and I hope they they give they include the zombie DLC because that's oh amazing. the zombie DLC was so good it was so good see I've played all these and I just, I've never it'd be nostalgia for me yeah but like this would be like your first yeah. walk through the meadow basically I can't wait and you'll be there with me yeah hold your hand before we finish up I just wanted to dig into maybe two things real quick First of all, anime. What are you watching at the moment? What do you recommend I should watch? I know you have to go on a bit, so we'll make it quick. Uh, so, 
Uh, I think for me, the big thing is Attack on Titan. Um, I didn't realize how far behind I am. I, mm. I need to, uh, like, I think this the whole story arc. Have you watched any of it? I watched it all up until like it went up on Crunchyroll only. Yeah, see, then... this is the thing, but it's it's like four seasons ahead of us now, so yeah. I need to get back into that. Um, I my recommendation is it's a, it's a slightly older one. I still think you need to get back into it and watch it fully. Is Ajin? I, I had a list of things I was making. I up a still list think of... Ajin is the best, one of the best things that was ever. Yeah. Been. it's amazing. Um, I fell off on episode five or something. It it's I'll be honest, with you, it's a slow start. It's a slow it's, burn. It's fucking brutal though yeah in a good way yeah i need to get back into it i think my recommendation for you if you haven't watched yeah. it already is high score girl i watched it before episodes of you yeah um have you seen b stars either it's not the weird like hypersexual animal thing but it's not hypersexual it's like it's just sexual it's just it's and it's not sexual all the way through it's not like fucking hentai or anything like that um but, but it's, it's it's like it's animal teenagers stuff. that are animals and there's like prey and predators and is it they're all, yeah it's good they're all existing in the one school and you follow the main character is like a wolf that you follow hmm. uh, but yeah it's very good like i really enjoyed it i want to just touch on anime real quick before we end this episode i want to just dive a bit into days gone another game we played yes through. i finished it last night this is the first time you finished it yeah because chris like an og just did 100% all the way through. Managed to um, finish off every mission yeah. easily. I got stuck on one mission in particular when I first started playing it. It's the it's the giant uh, zombie yeah. outside the plane crash. Yeah, when you first meet, when you meet the first breaker, which is one of the big zombies. Mm. He's basically the rock on steroids and a zombie. And I didn't have the weapons to finish that mission. But I replayed the game. and You breeze through it. Breeze through it. Like I, sh- I killed him with... Like a shot, not shotgun. I killed him with a sniper easily. And you, you, you realize that you're that uh, you know the that sergeant wasn't sleeping with. Yeah, know. yeah, that was something I was so. But I, I think about. everyone thought that they they played that well because he ended up being an, an okay guy. Yeah. Um. For anyone who's played the game, let me know what you think about Battle Up on Anchor FM. Also, let me know what you thought about the episode uh, in its entirety. Let me know what you thought about. Always Sunny and Red Redemption 2 as well. Before we end, I just want to dive a bit more into it. I had to replay the mission where you take on the Ark for seven times. You know, where you're inside and you're trying Why? to save. Kept dying? Yeah, kept dying. You know, there's one stage where you have to take on so many people at once. And I made the stupid, not stupid decision, like, but I ran out of bullets real quick. And I had to, like, um, keep on picking up weapons from other people. And Seriously? Yeah. Do you, do you like come in fully stocked and everything? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, and like, what's it like? Is you what's your approach? Is it like pay and spray, or is it just do you like sniper? Like, what do you? Like? Um, I think at the end I was like heavy artillery. I was like, I'm, using I'm, the big guns. If if I have the choice in in games, I always take like a sniper option. Yeah. So that's slow but hits hard. Yeah. You know. The only reason I was going heavy artillery is because I was like killing off hordes of zombies and stuff like that. Uh, you know what? I I I had to do the the for the hundred percent all the hordes. I really didn't enjoy killing the hordes. I just I fucking hated it. Yeah, it was tedious. It was tedious. It was. It was tedious. It was strategic. It was I th- strategic. and I think it was the one part of the game where it was kind of an afterthought technically yeah. because there there wasn't really enough strategy. At a certain point, it's just run and kill yeah. them, which gets boring. Yeah. And I think it, it was does. advertised like I remember y'all remember the advertise the advertisement when he's running around the sawmill. 
and hiding no. and jumping. No. Even if you look up the ad, it's like where he's pulling all these traps. You can't. The, it does. You the game is really worth it that yeah, properly because you, you get a run. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but yeah, again, like it just gets tedious after a while. But overall, like I've been talking this game a good bit. I have a YouTube video on it as well. But overall, it was a very good play. Oh yeah, very good playthrough. Again, the only times you got kind of bored is when like you're in between missions and you have to keep on killing the hordes of zombies and it's just tedious. But I thought they kind of pulled out of a ending that they could have gave you, which was killing off his best friend. I really thought they would have killed. Uh, it was Boozer. I Boozer. thought. Yeah. In fairness, he was fucking useless. He was. He lost his arm and then he went into a depression and like you were and basically then, looking after him. And then I th- I kind of thought there'd be something dramatic like he'd maybe go off the rail. Bruiser, no. No, they kind of abandoned that character after yeah, a while. They abandoned him. They made him this damsel in distress that he looked after and he lost his arm. And the, the, you know the truck when he drives the truck in? Yeah. That would have been a good ending for him. That would have been like Blaze of Glory. Whereas it's just a, because it's too happy of an yeah, ending. Because the whole game he's feeling useless. Oh man, like you're looking after me. Then we do this one thing and look yeah. after you. But they kind of backed out of it. But at the same time, I was like, I wasn't 100% okay with just getting Sarah back mm. in the white. I wanted to have uh, the hunky-dory. Yeah, I know what you mean. Happy ending, which we got. But I suppose like... So did you did you ever... You know the, the dude you meet, the, the, the scientist in the helicopter? Yeah. Did you ever finish that, that the, the backstory with him? About... Who he is? No. Have you ever seen with the mask off? No, there's a thing with his mask off. Fuck off, Chris. Is there? Yeah, I won't. I won't run up here because I, unless you want me to. He's not a person. He's a zombie. What? No. You know that there's like the, you know that you keep meeting new ones and the last one is kind of suspected to be hyper intelligent. Oh my god. Like the next stage of evolution, essentially, and the guards with them are too. I think. So I think that's. I think they're they're actually building to a days gone too. Where there's this kind How of... How do you finish that? How do you get that? So you have to 100 percenter. You have to do all the... Fuck that. <laughs> I know it. You look it look it up, look it up on, on Yeah, a... look up the cutscene, then it'll be like I did it. Yeah. It's grand. Um <laughs> so pissed we're gonna off. finish off the episode yeah. up here, wrap it up. Chris, thanks a million for being on. Thanks really for having me on. Having you on. Looking forward and to the next I, one. I hope you all enjoyed the episode. You can always leave me a comment or a voice message up on Anchor FM. You can always find my podcast, find yourself up on Anchor FM and Spotify. I also have a YouTube channel you can subscribe to. Finding yourself with Kyle Duffy. On my YouTube channel, I talk about movies, TV shows. I dive deep on them, give my analysis, my thoughts, reviews, talk about sports, talk about true crime. So if you like that kind of content, please subscribe and follow me along my YouTube and podcasting journey. This has been Finding Yourself with Kyle Duffy. Thanks for listening.